0: Praise the Lord, brethren. We thank God for this day. Uh, Lord, we thank you and bless you for this is the day that you have made. Thank you, Lord, for your love for us, that you have loved us with an everlasting love. Thank you, God, that you have left us with your Holy Spirit to be our teacher, to be our counselor, and Lord, I pray that uh, you will teach us, even as we delve into your word. Lord, I pray that your word will captivate us in every way. I pray, Lord, that we will uh, be obedient uh, to you. That will not be just hearers of your word, but also doers of the word. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen, Amen. So, um, friends, we are sharing on, uh, the topic, Christ the Judge, and I thank Emon for reading, uh, the text, uh, John Chapter, uh, 5, uh, verses 19, uh, to 22. Uh, uh then, um uh, So there are a few things that I'd like to share uh, from that text. Uh, The first one is that there is perfect alignment between the father and the son. The scripture says uh, uh, in, in John 5, 19, Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, The son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing, because whatever the father does, the son also does. And this scripture shows that the father and the son are aligned, that what one does is what the other does. You cannot see what the, there's no contradiction between the two of them. Uh, They don't even have to uh, talk to each other. Even if one is doing some other thing, uh, looking the other way and the other ones the other way, uh, there is a reflection. Uh, it's like what the son does is a reflection of what the father does. So, in effect, seeing the son helps us to see uh, uh, the father. There's no contradiction uh, between them. That's why Jesus uh, said in uh, John 14 and verse nine, "Do you don't you know me, Philip?" even after I have been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Because Philip had asked uh, Jesus, can you show us the Father? But Jesus was telling Philip, me and the Father, we are all perfectly aligned. The fact that you've seen me means you have already seen Uh, the father. And friends, I don't know whether sometimes we develop thoughts and questions like Philip did. You know, like it seems I need to see the father, but he has revealed the son to us so that we can know him. So the alignment between the father and the son is uh is what inspires the prayer that Jesus prayed for the unity of believers in John chapter 17, verses 20 to 23, uh, where he says, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me, You have loved me. So just like the Father and the Son are perfectly aligned, the prayer of Jesus is that believers will also be aligned. And this should be our prayer. Our prayer that we become the answer to the prayer of Jesus. And this alignment is at the foundation of then Jesus becoming judge uh, as we shall see uh, shortly. The second lesson that I would like to draw from the text is that Jesus, the son is secure in the father's love. He says in verse 20 of John 5, that for the father loves the son and shows him all he does. Yes, and he will show him even greater works than this so that you will be amazed. Now, earlier in uh, that chapter, you know, John 5 talks about the healing of the man uh, that had been an invalid for 38 years. The scripture says that Jesus had gone up to Jerusalem for one of the feasts of the Jews. And then he comes upon this man who is uh, by the pool called Bethesda. And the man was lying there. This is the pool where people would go. And when the water is the first person to get in would be healed. But this man uh, always kept missing his chance there was always just one person who was a step faster than him to get into the water. And uh, the man had remained by that pool uh, for 38 years. I don't know whether he still had hope of being healed or because there was nowhere else for him to go. And there he was, by the, the the pool, and then Jesus then comes to him and says, "Would you like to be healed?" And the man says, "You know, there's no one to put me into the water. Uh, um, every time the water starts, someone else gets in before I do. You know, and the man is missing uh, the fact that the healer." was now speaking to him directly. And then Jesus then heals the man. And it so happens that this healing happened on the Sabbath. And this incensed the Jews. And they began to raise all kinds of of, of accusations against Jesus. But Jesus is able to withstand their accusation is able to withstand their opposition because he is secure in the love of the father. And that's why he tells them in response that the father loves the son and shows him all he does. Now, I want to pause here, friends, and say that it is important for us to know and be secure in the love of the son. Because the scripture says, God so loved the world that he gave his son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So this love brings us into salvation, you know. And then uh, Paul says again that if he did not spare his son, how much more will he not spare any other thing? Will he not withhold anything that we need Uh, from him. So even when we come to him in prayer, in faith, we know that he has loved us and he continues to love us with an everlasting love. So Jesus is secure in this love. And because he knows this love, because he's convinced of his love, and then he says, you know, it is out of that love that the father had for him, that the father showed him how to make this miracle, that had happened, but it was not going to end there. There are other things the father is going to show him. And as we see in our text today, one of those is that he is going to end up being the judge. So the security of the love of the father enabled the son to withstand and endure opposition. And then it is that love that motivated the actions of the son. And we also uh, can be secure in that love that he has loved us. If he gave his life for us, what more can he withhold from us? But also that love should be our motivator. Because the scripture says God has shed abroad his love in our hearts. Paul said to the Corinthians that if we don't have love, everything else we do is like Uh, a loud, uh, a clanging symbol. So love should be our motivator. And therefore now uh, the third lesson is he goes to talk then of uh, because he had talked of uh, the things the Father has shown him and he talks now of one of those things and that is the work of resurrection. He says in verse 21 uh, John 5 for just as the father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the son gives life to him he is, to whom he is pleased to give it. You know, so he's telling uh, the people around that if you are disturbed by the lesser action of a person being healed, How much more will you be disturbed when a dead person is raised to life? Um, And again, he's pointing that him and the father are the same, they are aligned. The father who gives breath to all people, in fact, uh, works in this uh, with and through the son. Um, because Isaiah says in Isaiah 42, 5, this is what the God, what God the Lord says, the creator of the heavens, who stretches them out, who spreads out the earth with all that springs from it, and who gives breath to its people, and life to those who walk on it. So this Resurrector uh He's the one who gives breath. You know, when Adam was created, he was just clay until God breathed in him. And then he became alive. And so it is that uh, people who walk on the earth, life comes from God. But not only that, he then, Saves us, scripture says we were dead in our sins and in the uncircumcision of our flesh, but God made us alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins in Colossians 2.13. So again, uh, this Resurrector is the one who raises us from the death of sin and brings us to be alive in God. And now when he has made us alive, we should not again be wishing, we should not again uh, be turning back to go back to death, but we should now stay in life. But then there is the final resurrection. In John chapter six and verse forty, uh, Jesus said, "For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day." Hallelujah! So now this is the ultimate resurrection that Jesus was talking about in John five twenty one. That for just as the father raises the dead and gives them life, even so, the son gives life to whom he is pleased to give it. So he, when we look to him, when we have faith in him and trust in him, shall have eternal life and he will then raise us up on that last day. And now we come to uh, the cracks now, the heart of our topic. Uh, verses 22 and 23 of John 5. Moreover, the Father judges no one, but has entrusted all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. And then I add verse 23 Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. So here, we see that the father has delegated judgment to the son. The father could have decided to rule, to judge directly, but it has pleased him to to, to delegate judgment to the son. Um, And so, and, 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 and this, is important to us uh, who believe in the Son. And maybe on the other side, it is a scary thing for the one who does not believe in the Son. Because, excuse me, the judge, the Son, is the one who is our Redeemer, the one who is the Lamb of God, slain from the foundation of the world, who hung on the cross of Calvary, took our sins upon him, so that the penalty that was duly ours, he took it upon himself. The one who ascended to heaven after resurrection and is continually interceding for us so the mediator is also the judge. It is like you have a case and um, and you and you have a lawyer maybe like my dear sister Diana and I tell Diana all the things about my case and she says fine I'm going to now represent you. Then when we go to court, who is sitting at the bench? It is this lawyer that I have told and who has said, I will represent you. So the judge is our mediator. Hallelujah. If we have put our faith and trust in him, then we know that judgment will be passed first by one who knows our frailty. He took on flesh. He knows the things uh, he was tempted and tried in every way. So so he can uh, empathize with us. So this judge is a judge who has empathy because he has walked through us, uh, through the the, the path that we walk. But on the other hand, this judge has given uh, the way that he's provided uh, opportunity for redemption. And if we span that opportunity, then what is awaiting us is just a fearful judgment. Because, uh, uh he talks of uh, separating the sheep from, uh, from from the gods you know f- uh, separating those who have believed and trusted in him from those who have not uh, so this judge knows us and this should be an encouragement to us and you know judgment is best. On, on the law, and this judgment is based on the new covenant, the covenant uh, of his death on the cross. That is the basis uh, for this judgment. <clears throat> and since he's the one who enacted that covenant, who then is better placed to judge over that covenant? Hallelujah. Um. And then, uh, so in judging, he, 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 he's settling the terms of this new covenant. First, the terms of peace between God and man, that he is our reconciler, reconciling man to God and God uh, to man. But then now he says, honor the son. That means that when we come now to faith in him, we should also continue to honor him. We should not live a life that dishonors him because then that will raise questions for us at the judgment. So, friends, uh, in looking through this uh, text, John chapter 5, verses 19 to 23, we have uh, looked at three, rather four key lessons. One, that there's perfect alignment between the Father and the Son. And that's why Jesus says that the Son can do nothing by himself He can only do what he sees his father doing uh, because whatever the father does, the son also does. And we saw that it is the desire of Jesus through the prayer uh, he made in John chapter 17, verses 20 to 23, that there should also be alignment between believers, that there should be perfect unity. And this is a matter that we need to continue to pray for. And may the Lord speak to us uh, in those areas where we are causing misalignment, that we should, uh, uh, we should repent and be people who make this prayer to be answered. We also, um, our second lesson is that this Jesus, the son, was secure in the Father's love. And this is the motivation for what he did. And we see that, we saw that we also need to be secure in the love that Jesus has for us. And that that love should be our propelling force in whatever uh, we do that may that love that is shed abroad in our hearts be the one that propels us. Our third lesson was that he, the son, uh, has been entrusted with resurrection. And we we saw that resurrection uh, uh, from three perspectives. First, that God gives us the breath of life. Secondly, that God brought as from the death of sin, we were dead in our trespasses and made us alive in Christ, but that ultimately, as we trust and look up to the Son, He will raise us up on the last day. And finally, then we looked at the the, the crux of our theme today, the work of judgment that the Father has delegated to the Son. This Son, the Redeemer, and the, 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 the an actor of the new covenant of his death on the cross is the one now who is going to be judged over that covenant. Thank you. And may the Lord bless you.
1: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you for, for those wonderful, uh, lessons. Uh, yes, we are, we are going to respond. We are going to respond in prayer. He, he. He brought four four major areas, and I am inviting each one of us to repent to, to respond in prayer. Let us first receive this word. We give you glory, worship you and our, our Father, King of Kings. We thank you for using uh James Abora to bring this word to us this morning, oh Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, O oh God. For using him, oh God, and even the network that did not disturb us, oh God. I did not disturb him, O oh Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, oh Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray a blessing over him. Uh, bless his family and his work, oh God, in the name of Jesus. As families, as individuals, as a church, we receive this word, oh Lord, concerning Father my God, Jesus as our judge, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Be glorified and be magnified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Uh he talked about perfect an- align- alignment between the father and the son. Jesus is perfectly aligned with his father. Therefore, let us ask God that in this zone that he will align us with his agenda. Forgive us because he even talked about the issue of mis- of misalignment. He looking around church or walking virtual. where we caused, where we where we caused, or where the enemy caused misalignment through pride through anger, through bitterness, through unforgiveness, and many other things that God will forgive us. King of kings and Lord of lords, we worship you, O oh God. The word tells us in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 4, that, that those who worship images be, should be put to to, to shame, O oh God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, because of our continual worshiping of God, of, of what man has made oh God, we have missed, we have been misaligned. Oh God, with your agenda, therefore tonight, this morning, we call upon you, Oh God, to forgive us. And re- align us re- align us with your agenda. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, as individuals, Oh God, as as families, as marriages, Oh God, we call upon you, King of Kings, to re- align us, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Where the enemy more god caused misalignment oh god using all using father my god all sorts of of things oh god using pride using anger using unforgiveness father we pray that lord you you forgive us and and align us oh god we align us oh god in the mighty name of jesus because lord we have seen that you and the father that jesus and the father uh, and the father are, are perfectly aligned Therefore, Lord, we call upon you this morning. We call upon you this week, in this week, oh God, in this weekend that we are almost entering, oh God. That, Lord, you re align us, oh God. We align, Father, my God, our, our devotion. We align, Father, my God, our Bible, our quiet time, Lord oh God. Re align us, oh God. We align, Father, my God. We align our fellowships, oh God, to you, to your, to Father, my God, to you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we align us, oh Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen, amen. So uh, again, we have. He has talked about security. Said that Jesus, Jesus the Son, is secure in in our Father's love. Therefore, let us ask God that we too would be secured in our Father's love, in our Father's love. You know, many some of us we think that by 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 having what we have it's its our security. But when in actual sense, and our Father. Gives us that security. Then, in King of Kings and Lord of Lords, we call upon you this morning, oh God. <clears throat> so we call upon you this morning, oh God. Father, we pray that Lord, in you we shall find security, oh God. In you, Father, my God, we shall find security, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, even before we think of another thing, oh God, that Lord, whatever is whatever is to is on our table king of kings lord we pray that lord in you father in the name of jesus, that lord we shall find security we shall find security that lord will be we shall be secure king of kings in the name of jesus through reading your word through meditating, Father, my God. Through fellowshipping, oh God, that road we shall find security, oh God. That road we shall find, Father, my God, security in Your love, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, because having the Word, Father, my God, and its desires, oh God, has its. Uh, its consequences, oh God, and therefore, Lord, we call upon you, King of Kings. That, Lord, instead of loving the word, that Lord, we shall have you, and as we love you, King of Kings, that Lord, your love will secure us, oh God, that Lord, your love will secure our destinies, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, we have had, Father, my God, many people, we have had, Father, my God, many slogans, Father, my God, coming up, secure your future, King of Kings. It is only in your love, Father, my God, that our, our future. Can be secured, oh Lord. Therefore, Lord, we pray that, Lord, you secure our families. May, may our families, oh God, be secured in your love. May our marriages, oh God, be secured in your love. May Father my God, our workplaces, oh God, our businesses, oh Lord, our children, our parents, oh God, be secured in your love, oh God. May our nation, Uganda, be secured in your love, oh Lord. May our leaders, Father my God, both religious, Father my God, and political, Lord, be secured, O God, in your love, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus, O God. Because, Father my God, the, 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 the arm of the flesh, O God, cannot, cannot satisfy us, cannot give us, Father my God, full security, the King of Kings, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Be glorified and be magnified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen, amen. Then uh, there is this question which I wrote here. I said, "What motivates you? what motivates your fellowship, or what met, what motivates you from fellowshipping or from attending that fellowship which you regularly attend?" Therefore, let us ask God that if there is, if we have been motivated by other things, by other things, you know some of us we we can't be, because my OB there because my OG the one going to speak maybe. It's uh, it's uh, it's a fellowship and in actual sense, in the heart of hearts, we come in the in, in the form of in in the form of of fellowshipping with God. But when in actual sense we have just come to interact with one another because of because of our background. King of Kings and Lord of lords, we call upon it this morning. That road for us, oh God. Road where we we have been motivated, Father my God, by wordless things, oh God. Where road we have been motivated, Father my God, by Father my God, by, by other things, oh God, that that is not your love, oh God, King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, we call upon you. That Lord, you forgive us, oh God. Lord, in the name of Jesus. We have seen, Father my God, many fellowships, oh God, around the church and even virtual. That those father my God, which happened, Father my God, in people's homes, oh God. But Lord, at the end of the day, it is no longer fellowship, oh God. It is an it is an it is a crab, Father my God, that meets in the form of in the form of fellowship, oh God. But when in actual sense, oh God, then have come father my god to interact with one another not only not interact with with what with your word but interact with one another king of kings oh god and begin talking about the school backgrounds, what they are what we have accumulated why where, where we through where, what we are, who we are, Father, in the name of Jesus, we call upon you, King of kings, oh God, that Lord, you forgive us, oh God, Lord, where our coming together has not, has not been motivated by whatever, has not been motivated, Father, my God, by the scripture, King of kings, oh God, we ask COVID, Lord, to forgive us. Oh God, Lord, forgive us, King of Kings. And Lord, we pray that Lord, as we meet again, Oh God, be it virtual, be, be it physical, King of Kings, that Lord, it is Your Word that will motivate us. Oh God, it is Your Word, Father, my God, it will be Your Word, Father, my God, that will motivate us, that will that will that will compel us, Oh God, to meet and and fellowship with one another in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen, amen. Jesus has been entrusted with 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 the heart, with the resurrection. Therefore, let us ask God that in this morning, how I many things an idea and drive from home to your workplace? It has already disappeared. How oh, many things died? We are just here; they are stunted. Fellowships are stunted. Families are stunted. Individuals, singles, marriages are stunted because things because the the, the ideas. Uh, Their the ideas uh, died because the, the enemy stored them, and Jesus is is, is the what has been entrusted with the resurrection. Let, let us ask for God that in this zone that you resurrect whatever the enemy buried. Father, in the name of Jesus, even Father, my God, as we are going through this zone of rent, oh Father, in the name of Jesus, as we humble ourselves before you Lord, that Lord, that thing that died, Father my God, that idea, that opportunity, Father my God, that died, oh Lord, Lord, will be able Lord, to resurrect our Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Because Lord, it is you, Father my God, who has the keys, Father my God, of resurrection, oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus, the fact that Father my God, death could not hold you captive, oh Lord. Therefore, Lord, you have authority, you have authority. You have authority, Father my God, to deal with that which the enemy buried, oh God. Lazarus, Father my God, was buried, Father my God, for four days. But when you, at, when you came to the grave where you were, you, where you was, oh God, by your authority, oh God, you called him you called him out, oh Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, the man are the poor, Father my God. It seems, Father, my God, for thirty-eight years the family has even as, or, has even given up on him, or was Father, my God, the family gave up on him, or not. But Rod, when you appeared to him, or you commanded him, and the guy and the man went back home, or King of Kings and Lord of Lords, we call upon you. Lord, you are the source. Of resurrection, you are you have you have this the sort of authority, you have that you have that absolute power, Father my God, to resurrect that which died, Father my God, in our families, to resurrect that which died, Father my God, at our places of work, to resurrect that which died, Father my God, in our churches, oh God, in our fellowships, oh God, in our families, in the mighty name of Jesus. Therefore, Lord, we call upon you this morning that, Lord, you resurrect whatever the enemy buried, oh God, in our lives, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed and believed. Amen. There are uh, finally let us ask God to redeem us because the Father has delegated this, uh, has delegated his son to redeem us from, from perishing. Therefore, let us ask God that he will deliver us, that you he will, he will de- redeem us from, from death, or redeem us from anything that the enemy has been putting on us. And remember. Uh, our brother talked about Jesus uh, he has an empathy. Judgment is based on, on Daro. And 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 Daro, we all know that Daro is the word of God. From Genesis to Revelation. Therefore let us ask God that you redeem us, redeem, will redeem us from anything that the, enemy, that the enemy stole from us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we call upon you this morning. That Lord, you redeem us, oh God. Because Father, my God, you delegated, you delegated that authority, you delegated derg- that role to your Son Jesus Christ. Oh God, therefore, Lord, we pray? Lord, is our redeemer lives, hey, Father my God, we pray that Lord you redeem our families, redeem Father my God. you uh, redeem Father my God, our our, our our, you redeem marriages, oh God, from perishing oh, oh God, redeem children, oh God, redeem institutions, oh God, from dying, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we continue to pray. That Lord you redeem us, oh God, redeem us, oh God, redeem us, oh God, redeem us, oh God, redeem our minds, oh Lord, redeem our soul, redeem our fellowship, redeem. Father, my God, our families, our oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, be glorified and be magnified in Jesus' name. We have Lord, in the name of Jesus, we continue, Father, my God, to dwell in us, our oh God. As we read the Word, Father, my God, from Genesis to Revelation, that Lord, this Word, oh God, you will be. Will, Father, my God, will sink at the bottom of our hearts, oh God, and nothing, Father, my God, shall come, oh God, to steal it from us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And that word, Father, my God, will be able to transform us, transform our families, transform us as individuals, oh God, transform families, transform institutions, oh God, transform our church, transform our leaders, oh God, transform, Father, my God, our nation, Father, my God, and the continent, at the Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Be glorified and be magnified. In Jesus' name we have prayed and believe. Amen.